sex and the sex and the sex and the sex yeah, 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 what? So I've wow. never. Is it clear if I say I've never seen them before? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's it's like you've seen some episodes randomly. Like I hadn't though. You had no. I've never like I had never even touched. You've never seen anything. Season. No. Buffy's Not the lived. one that I've seen randomly. Oh fuck! So you've never seen any of it. Yeah. That blows my mind. I know we've been doing this podcast since 2015, <laughs> which is fucking insane. But that absolutely <laughs> We're learning blows every day. my mind if you haven't. Um, I think you've seen any of it. Okay. All right. So, Irvi, what did you think of the episode? Wait, wait. We're going to say what episode we're doing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're doing (laughs) season two, episode 13. It's called Games People Play. It is directed by Michael Spiller and written by Darren Starr and Jenny Bix. Jenny Bix. What a good name. I'm also drinking a margarita. I'm drinking a Mountain Goat Summer at Erhill. Getting to the last of my red wine tragic. <laughs> cheers. 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 Disgusting. Cheers. Yeah. So, what, yeah. Was it, what was it called? It was called Games People Play. Well, after episode 13 of season two, I feel like the last season ended on episode 13, but we still have like four or five. The season lengths are whack. That's they're they're yeah. all over the place. But think about OC season one. That was much shorter than OC. No? wrong no 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 buffy buffy yeah. was it buffy yeah buffy anyway some some series in themselves have very short initial seasons and then once they get funding once people back then they have much longer seasons you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah that's but these season. days you wouldn't really see a 15 episode season ever no no as if no. imagine seeing a 15 episode <laughs> season oh, stop i wouldn't even oh, start give me yeah. that like yeah. three episode mm, orthodox mm. do Series. Jordan's been watching a lot of I've Hasidic Jew series. It's fucking amazing. Oh, it's really is that not is that not much good? I've heard the things. It's good. I think that some of the like the dialogue and some of like the the way the relationships are set up is a bit naff. But I think the mm-hmm. story is amazing, and I think that the girl playing Etsy is so good. She's great, and it's just okay. Fucking like interesting but jordan got me onto this a documentary that's called one of us which is all about yes. hasidic jews and um and a woman mm. leaving the community and not being able to like, get her children back and all this kind of stuff mm. um really interesting fucking yeah fucking powerful because that's all about hasidic jews Ooh. who leave the fold and then try to take um, their children with them yeah and then people trying to live in the um the outside the secular world. kind of society and what are you trying to say hasidic jews Hasidic. So it's like, it's like they go Hasidic. Not acidic juice. I know. It's just like, what does that mean? Um, it's just a style. It's, I, I it's a style. It's a style. It's like a thing. Um, no, it's but a faction of Judaism. More like hardcore. I wonder if this, okay. this weird filter that we have on gets rid of my wrinkles if I frown. If I stay frowning, we'll like. <laughs> it doesn't. Sorry, this you is... can't frown. You just look happy. I can't. I so... can't be smiling. 
Sorry, let's just a disclaimer if anyone's watching, um, they've got a filter on and I don't. No, we don't. What I look like I'm from like the Blair Witch. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I look like a newborn babe. I'm just a baby. <laughs> ah. Um, okay, so this episode <laughs> we'll talk about Sex and City. Carrie is talking about big all the time. Let's get it out there. Let's talk about people talking about their exes because it is something. I've been there. Yeah. Mm, I've done it. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. It is annoying. I think this is, I, okay, just from the get-go, I think this is a 10 out of 10 Sex and the City episode because it shows how annoying Carrie is, which I think is really important because even though I think we're supposed to uh, see all the flaws in Carrie, um, often it doesn't point out that she's a flawed character. It's just like, oh, poor Carrie kind of thing. So I think, I think, or maybe it does. Maybe I just, when I was watching this when I was younger, I was like, Carrie's great. I don't know. Um, Mm. but I think this was a really good episode because it shows, yeah, Carrie speaking to her loved ones and just being like whining over and over and over again about their partner, which is so relatable of Mm. their ex-partner because that's something that we've all done or, or will do in the future. Um, yeah. I'm thinking about breaking up with my boyfriend. (laughs) I don't know what to do. I live with him. um, But I think it's really nice that it starts off with that. And just her going on about it and, and it being like, I'm every woman. And what, what song was playing at the start? No, no I, will I will survive. survive. I will survive. Yeah, that going, That going and they're just consistently, <laughs> consistently complaining. I think it was, um, it was so mwah. good. You know what I've just realised? Carrie yeah. wouldn't self-isolate after travelling. Yes, she I would. I don't think she would. I think she would go out for dinner. Okay, she, she might be like, go- yeah. Early on, maybe, but I think she would self-isolate. What if Big Big invited her out to dinner? (laughs) She would say, I'm not sure if this is a good idea, and then he would gaslight her. And then she would fucking go because she's weak. And then later on she'd feel bad about it. What do you think? Yeah, I think think maybe. I think that was hard watching the episode as well, Um, just seeing them outside. It was just like it's really painful seeing people like have a life and be on the streets (laughs) of New York and – um, like have a drink outside, <laughs> so it's really tough. Um, have you? I think to take care of yourself as you're watching this episode. Yeah. Have you? Have you been finding? I'm sure everyone has, but since COVID nineteen, um, and being isolated and isolating, have you found like watching videos of people near other people really triggering? Yes. And like someone touching yeah. like, the subway or whatever, or like you being like touching on their mikey or something, like a video of anything just makes you be like, Ooh, like people exchange no. money on oh. TV. I'm like, oh, that's the filthiest thing. This is the cleanest I've ever been in my entire life. Um, yeah, and I've I feel like I can't even watch any TV shows um, because I get too jealous. Apart from I've been watching Peep Show a lot. Yeah, oh, like, that's so good. They kind of just look like they're in isolation anyway. But it's just, like, being Peep Show just... is the best show to be watching right now. It's so good. It's just like they're always indoors or like in some fucking shit weather, and like it's just, like <laughs> it's always like it's like this. It's like so there's like close up shots of their face. Like, yeah, like oh, yeah, it's like my life now. And Peep Show makes <laughs> shit like, makes me. life look <laughs> shit anyway. So watching it, you're not jealous. Like in this, they're walking around New York and it's beautiful and they're having food. Whereas in Peep Show, everything's nice shit clothes. and cold. So have you guys ever felt like you were? Um, that person who consistently talked about their um, ex-partner or someone they were dating or someone they had an interest in You don't have to make a special. I just want to call it out so we can get into a conversation. I'm trying to mediate. I'm trying to see what happens. I definitely have. And also it's like that classic thing of um, when you talk about them so much and you're like, I hate them. They suck. Only your friends are like, 
yeah, yeah, he sucks. I've always thought that um, X, Y, Z, this is why he sucks. And then the next day you're like, oh, we're back together and it's fine. Um, and they're like, great, I've just told you everything I hate about it. Um, and it's really annoying as a friend and as a person that's trying to get back on track again. Hearing people get back with their exes, especially when it's like <laughs> such a fucked up and not even like, I'm not even talking about like fucked up. We're like, oh, they're clearly like in a bad relationship. I mean, like people who are fucking shit, especially like women who date men who are just trash like inflatable beds when they can't afford to get a bed they just haven't and that kind of thing and like holes in their bed sheets <laughs> who is that i was several <laughs> several there was i once I slept was... on a bed um with my ex-boyfriend that he pissed on and we just put towels on oh my god yeah we've done some shit stuff in the past <laughs> Um, I once need to forgive myself. Foot caught during sex, and the guy was like, "Careful of the hole," because there's a massive hole. Oh. <laughs> and then another one where the guy had not even an inflatable bed; it was an inflatable couch. Okay, you know and what? We had to like, had it deflated during during the sex. You know what's amazing about that whole thing that you just said? You said I've known several people that have had this experience with the shit men, and then you say the two things that you brought up. You're like, <gasps> I was a woman that let like, fuck to someone in my whole bed. <laughs> I, know, I, I was did a woman that. on the inflatable fucking bed. It wasn't a bed; it was a fucking couch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's how like inflatable mattress thing came about. Yeah. You're like, yeah, it's like. You know, when these awesome women like can afford mattresses, but they choose the inflatable mattress, which is um, a new analogy that I hadn't heard. But it's all about you, isn't it? It yeah, is. Always. It's all about your fucking your cabin. People, people talk you about inflatable mattresses, though. <laughs> They're like, but it, yeah, so it's just it is upsetting though when people get back together with people, they pine over these guys. You're like, that guy's a fucking weirdo. I saw a moth in his leg hair. That was my yeah. ex-boyfriend. My ex-boyfriend had a moth nope. in his leg hair. He had a very, very <laughs> hairy man. Very beautiful physically, but just very hairy. And there was someone. I got no him. problem with the hair. I got problem with not knowing that there's a moth in your leg hair. That's... I don't yeah, care about the hair. This is actually so nice. It's so good to see you. Irving. <laughs> oh my God. I know. It's so good to see you guys. It's like I keep having like conversations on um, the computer and you just see people's heads. So it's like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, you know, imagine if we all come out of our house and we've got like the biggest, we're just like <laughs> obese from like waist down. Well, I don't know what's going on. You could be like amputating your legs and I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. And also, I'm not even looking at you. I'm looking at me in the, in the yeah. FaceTime the entire time. Oh, I always do. I'm, I'm just looking at myself speak. I can't help it. And I'm, in my peripheral vision, you exist. So Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it is really good to see you guys. It's actually um, really I had something to say. I mean, I do it. glance. Sorry, you. what were you saying? About your shit. Your, no, you did the shit thing that Carrie did, which was talk to all of her partners. And, I mean, I've, I've pretty Yeah, so I think, yeah, it's relatable um, and also funny because they, like, bag each other and it's not overly offensive in this episode, which I think is good. Yeah. Um, like, you can still kind of view it through the same lens. Definitely. Um, and, yeah, I think Carrie, the nonstop talk, like, literally, it's actually, it's true life. Like, the amount of people that I've, like even even my auntie, like when her partner left her for someone else, um, she would just nonstop talk about it. And obviously that's a big issue that what a name bitch. shame on her. <laughs> no, but I just mean um, it was um, it's one of those things where that, and even with me, like with my ex partner, it's one of those things you obsess over and you can't stop talking about. So it's really nice to see the other side of that, which is like just your friends watching you 
talking on stuff about stuff, something. And it's so good that friends call it out. I think that's an important thing for your friends. And I'm like, yeah. I know when, when I break up with my ex-boyfriend, um, my sister and my mum were like, you got to stop talking about it. <laughs> you got to shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. They were like, like just ask someone, which I thought was really good advice, just literally be like, you can talk about it, but then cotton on to the fact that you've just been talking about it for like an hour and then go, and yeah. how were you? What's going on in your yeah. life? But she didn't yeah, it. it might make you feel better. But I think a, a really quote like that. that she said that I liked in that um, section of the first uh, of the episode was she's like, was Miranda right? Um, about had I like crossed the line from um, she's like, had I crossed over from being pleasantly neurotic into annoyingly troubled? And it's like that's sort of like a constant thought I have. It's like, am I quirky and neurotic and like really analytical, or am I just like fucking annoying and? <laughs> um, just like a mess and everyone tells at me because I think I'm being smart. <laughs> that's, yes. That's a question we all have. I have that because yeah. I get that with like um, when I'm like at the shops all the time. I was saying this the other day. I went to Dan Murphy's and I was. The like, shop. The shops. <laughs> that's the only shop I go into as well. I'm like, I could go like five vegetables in the pot. So I could just buy another slab. <laughs> I, I um, yeah, and I was just. I I can't even remember what exactly went down. I think I I tried to pay with cash because I have cash, but you can't pay cash anywhere. And I no. was like, oh, can I pay cash? And he was like, I oh, would prefer not to. And I was like, oh, fair enough. And then I was like, oh fuck, did I come across like an asshole then? And so I just went like spiraling down of me just being like, oh, I hope that you guys are taking care of yourself. Have a good night. You know, you're out and about. It, well, I hope you stay <laughs> and go home after. Like it was just a nightmare. A spiral, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like the more you like, say sorry for it, the worse it becomes. And I feel like when you interact with strangers or acquaintances, that's when you're like, this isn't quirky anymore. Yeah. I look crazy. <laughs> I just realised this has so much tequila in it because I was going to make it for two people, but then I just drank it myself. Would you like to see it? No, <laughs> I, I can't it. do this. And I have to finish I wanna it. I want to do a refill, but we need to keep going. Yeah, no, um, that's fine. We're not even... We might have to, yeah, you can get a refill if you want to. Just go do it. Oh, you serious? Yeah, go do it now. Yeah, we'll, oh, okay, we'll cool. talk about All what right. just Sorry, happened. listeners. I'm willing to Please. <laughs> um, but what I really liked was um, oh, it's much less fun when Obi's not here. I'm just oh, stuck with you. <laughs> Are you having a good time? I'm a star. Yeah, I'm just reading about what, what I, was, I wrote. What I wrote was, um, oh, yeah, she was talking about poofs all the time she's like yeah. I have a poof and he has a poof and I was like careful how you pronounce that yeah she was saying poof wasn't she because I thought she was saying poof she was saying poof I think she's saying poof 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 yeah I've got a poof he's got a poof and then you gotta find someone with your poofs and I think she's talking about things Elsa said um Carrie being a bitch to Miranda she's like I understand why you go to a psychologist you're like really neurotic and in your oh my god and it's so like funny. I don't need that and no one calls her out on it she just says like yeah but Miranda's like, move on. Miranda's like <laughs> But also, that's what would happen in that situation, too. Maybe. I mean, I think half the time it would be called out and half the time it wouldn't. You'd just be like, hmm. I feel like people would call the people out more now than they did then about therapy. Definitely. We're just talking about Carrie being such a weird bitch about therapy and saying that, yeah. of course, Miranda goes to therapy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is like... um I guess uh, it's back in the time when therapy was such like a New York thing and it's um, like, you know, therapy for these days, like obviously like for us it's totally normal, but like 
it was just like that New Yorker therapy thing, and she's so like smug with her. Mm. It's um, it's funny that she gets owned towards the end. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny, <laughs> and she's so. And after like a ho- like the first five minutes of her just being super neurotic, and in several conversations talking about big, she says that the most neurotic thing you could do is go to therapy. Yeah, <laughs> Are you vaping. It's like you know what the word neurotic means. It's not <laughs> that. Are you vaping, Irving? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that not okay? No. Oh, sorry, Kim. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm considerate of me to take up the space. <laughs> no, that's just my ventilator in these days. To survive this. Um. So she's saying, yeah, she she gives Miranda shit, and and then I feel like Miranda didn't really get hers at the end, but that's fine. Doesn't matter. I think Miranda <laughs> is self-assured enough in her like in herself to be like, Carrie, you're fucking crazy. I know what I'm doing. I've got my shit together. I'm a fucking lawyer. I own my own apartment. Yeah. I'm a single lady. I've got some fucking values. Carrie, you're doing a crazy shoe bitch thing. Like you deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Like that's for Carrie to call people out for being self-indulgent, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Then we then we see Miranda and her sexy window man who looks like Marlon Brando mm-hmm. from He's a distance. Very attractive, He's beautiful, tan, chiseled hey, man. Gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, it looks gorgeous. Um, and yeah, it's really funny. I think that whole scenario is like hilarious. Um, with her just trying to be all sexy and stuff. Um, just because her ways of being sexy is so weird and like. Mm. Sorry, no offense. It's like super white. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> she's got this like bright How red. dare you? I'm really <laughs> sensual. Sorry, no, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, she's got like, like already you're pretty pale, and then she's got this like bright red. <laughs> Come on, it's it. just like one boob, or like it's just really um the rigid way, and strange. The one Miranda's okay. So Irvi, you'll be able to agree to this, but like. Miranda, the best comedic Miranda's such a good comedic actor because she does cringe so fucking well. The amount of times where she tries to be sexy and sometimes like during sex where men are enjoying it, but it's so horrific to see. Oh yeah, like there's it's a bit, so bad to watch. There's a bit later on where she's like doing that. She's like fucking someone and then like doing this cowgirl thing. Um, it's yeah, yeah, and it's just like the most like. Oh my god! But like, <laughs> she does it. She does it, and she they're into it. it. And that's what, like, yeah. Even like, yeah. I think it just shows that, like, if you're confident, you can get away with doing the most awkward, horrible things. Um, I was thinking yeah, about this, this man in the window. If that had happened now, and he was not hot, imagine if that was like, if he was slightly older or Ugly. slightly overweight and mildly creepy looking. Horrible. Yeah. Awful. It wouldn't be fun. It, I'd be terrified. You'd be scared no. of getting murdered. Yeah, I would not. Even if you yeah, were attractive, I'd get murdered more. But meanwhile, while she's doing this, um, I thought the scene that was funny was um, they go to the bar and it's like sports night or whatever, yes. which is like, I think because, you know, we're all out doing gigs normally quite often, I reckon, <laughs> but, um, you know, like walking into a pub full of just guys is like the worst nightmare and they're over like the um 
narration was like we'd walk into every girl's fantasy like a bunch of men with testosterone waiting for a break um and it's just like that sounds so terrifying <laughs> if um, i'm like walking into lucky cock and there's some kind of like boys group there from the local rolling <laughs> club i'm like i just want to get out of here alive like i yeah yeah that is just want to live um yeah, and it's like free drinks for girls. Just instantly, you'd be like, okay, so you literally want to just rape us? Like it's like, yeah, girls can just get drunk and um, absolutely. I, yeah, I actually girls. wrote, I wrote down there. I was like, oh my god, if there was a sports night where I could get free fucking drinks, I would be there just to get wasted. Like yeah. not to fuck anyone, not totally. to speak to any man, but just to get hammered off those free drinks because I can just. A free drink, well, I, can, I will do anything for a free drink. A free actually, drink. Really. Remember Except when we free drinks? Um, yeah, because we always complain with comedy being like, you know, we get paid and drink cards. Like, I never complain, but um, some some may say. Um. <laughs> oh, well, it is bullshit, but, but it's also a nice perk. It sucks, yeah, that you have no money, but at the same time, you're drunk, so it's like you kind of <laughs> don't care. Um, so, I would feel worse um, about some of my gigs if I got paid. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I'm I'm so stressful. Imagine getting paid for gigs. Oh my god! I'd, 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 yeah. I'd, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The entire time. Oh, imagine the amount of pressure. Jeez, Honestly, even um, even getting a drink card when you bomb is like my <laughs> so bad. I don't deserve it. Um. Also, there's no mention of Steve this episode. We've had a little bit of like cooling off from Steve. Yeah, because they've broken. Mm. Yeah, they've broken. Yeah, up. yeah, haven't they? But there was like a little mention of Steve here and there in the last episode or your episode before. Miranda's testing the waters. She's flashing to she's strangers. Dead. She's free. She's doing her thing. The thing I love about this fucking bar scene is how horny Samantha is. Oh and my how god! How aggressive yeah. she is sexually. <laughs> it is honestly one of the most impressive things. Like she's the like potentially the only woman that I think could walk into that bar and like. <laughs> I yeah. handle it. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she wants. There's a section, yeah, and there's a section where um, he's the guy that she's into is like sitting next to her, and um, every time like they score, he like screams, and she gets like initially she's like scared and she looks like she's turned off, but then she's like yes, and she gets really turned on by his um, masculinity, which I don't think is proper masculinity. But it's so funny. It's so funny. She let out a little like. What he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It was sort of like, um, well, it's interesting actually because um, I guess since this has been filmed, we have, like, I honestly, like, never trust anyone that speaks to me in public. So oh, I'm my God, never. Like, I don't respond. You know, like, I don't respond. If someone speaks to no. me saying, hi, how are you going? I'm like, I don't even Especially smile. Especially with a guy. Like, it's just like, no way. But I think back, I just guess, now that I'm thinking it's like the whole um the whole series never talks about like they never like accidentally drank date like a really creepy guy or like maybe that wasn't in part of the public consciousness back then of just like ninety nine percent of guys are creeps that you talk to in real life. Um so it's just like only not ninety nine percent a lot. The only creepy guys like that that are framed as creepy guys are ones that have weird sexual fetishes that are yeah like there's some that aren't that open about it which makes it weird and there's some some that are really open about yeah. it which makes it weird but they never they never fear for their safety no um, not at all in the city even like oh that's what i was actually sorry sorry i wrote this down though i was like carrie wears that like halter neck top and those short shorts not that that matters but i'm like fuck and even when they're walking on the street 
they never get catcalled. I mean, they do eventually no. in the series, but like, but it's like for fun. If, it, if they get catcalled, yeah. they're like, they literally are like, yes. Um, well, no, but it blows my mind because when Jordan, Jordan and I went to New York, like there was just constant catcalling. Like it was just like nonstop catcalling. It blew my really? mind because I don't think I'd had it before in Australia, but it was like always from people in cars. Yeah. Like I don't even like even oh the, well it's real life like people just on the street people literally it, it on the street blew my mind it people blew who my know mind. that you're that you because like people who know you're staying like two doors down as well yeah they're oh like, my god that's so scary yeah all the time like and also we were with a very attractive um woman who is like got like big breasts and she's like super hot and just a great like really attractive person and it blew my mind mm-hmm. she was she handled it so well mm-hmm. but she was getting like constant like non like we'd walk from subway to subway and it would just be like non-stop cat calling like absolutely oh my God. And people people like hitting on like people older than her dad like giving her their number and stuff like that i'm looking at it oh in america yeah. will give you their number i think that's like i like when i watch shows like tv shows and stuff like that i'm like that doesn't really happen even to like really hot people in australia it doesn't really happen that often like people aren't no. open to doing that and i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but in america they will literally like chat you up use pickup lines and then get mm. your and give you their number like it's and then they'll call yeah. your number to make sure it's your number oh <laughs> well it's never happened to me so it mustn't happen to anyone <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah. i'd hit up um, as an yeah. american fucking creep yeah yeah that's good. Hey. um but yeah they never have a sense of their safety but it is funny how that storyline goes with samantha as well throughout the episode of just like yeah, it's sort of, I don't know, the whole, her whole story kind of um, really just, like, me how different it was. Like, even when they're watching TV, her and Harry later on, and um, there's, like, a Knicks game on or whatever, and Harry's like, why the fuck is this on TV and why are you screaming like this when they're winning? And she's like, if they win, I can't fuck tonight, which is funny. And it's also, like, nowadays with the added lens of, like, domestic violence and stuff, we know yeah. that, like, you know, behaviours really change depending on fucking games being and losing. So, yeah. it's, yeah, it's sort of, like, it's, it looks really dated, I guess, that whole, like, sports narrative. But, you know, back then there was just no talk about it. It is very funny seeing Samantha react to a sports game because <laughs> yeah. you know what her motivation is behind it. Mm. And the way that she reacts is so camp and so, like... Yay! Oh, yeah. like she's coming when she's like, yes, yes, yes. Like, so I love it. But I also love seeing like a very like, like somewhat feminine woman react to a sports game, and also for the male counterpart not to be like, oh, like why are you being like, I don't know, like yay instead of being like, yeah, that's great. I don't know. It just something something about it. Yeah, I really liked as it wasn't made like yeah. it was weird that she was responding. It was just interesting seeing her take of enjoying a sports game because i thought it was nice seeing a really feminine person watch a really like Like. masculine sports game and still respond just as excited but through not being like yeah we won but being like well we won yay like kind of stuff like i really like seeing that because it shows that like even though it was because she wanted to fuck him it's nice seeing like a like a really like femme skewed response to sport because i'm a very feminine person and i love sport so it's nice yeah i also really loved when she was at the bar though when she went up to it and she was fully playing dumb though yeah she's like oh 
don't know. Is that a good thing? Yeah. She just plays whatever card like she can. Like a Nick Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she plays whatever card she can to get fucked. And I think that is yeah. – Samantha is amazing. She's amazing. That's what she wants. But yeah, also, it's so good and hilarious. And I think, yeah, that – um, yeah, you kind of look after her. Um, yeah. But also we need to um, talk about Carrie going to therapy for the first time. She says in therapy, she's like, I don't like therapy because I think I'm the kind of solve your own problems kind of gal. And my thing is, going to therapy is solving your own problems, you fucking bitch. I loved seeing Carrie seem so uncomfortable. I know it was like a bit over the top, but I loved seeing the therapist not respond to any of her jokes and I loved um yeah I loved seeing Carrie just be uncomfortable because yeah. obviously she has so many and there's a lot of silence silent kind of minutes and not minutes but like um, she's yeah. like silent gaps for her there as well which I thought was like even though it's a pretty ridiculous representation of therapy because my therapist did not look like that and also it was in like a what my felt therapist like, didn't look like that. No, and so it, no <laughs> therapist. Too. No, but also, it, it, also it looks like I was like he had like caffeine stains and cigarette stains all over his hands, and it looked like it was in like um, a quarter of a shitty like my room, but like shittier. Yeah. And he had a yeah. weird accent. But um, maybe I didn't go to a therapist. Maybe I just met a strange man in a room. I just went to a man. I just went to a man and, and yelled at me. A couch on a, a and it turned me on. No, but um, it, it was. Uh, I really liked seeing her not be able to be like a zing, a ping ping, and the therapist be like, yeah, pow pow. But the therapist just be like, yeah. oh, well, you choose the wrong men. Oh, so I good. Love it. So good seeing Carrie get called out. Ah, oh, I loved it. Definitely. And, she does. Um, and I think when she's telling her friends about this after that, um, she's like, you know, I don't choose the wrong men, they choose me. And it's like, um, obviously she sounds like she's just being a victim and um not cool. But then Samantha says like one of her, I think it's like a meme that I've seen heaps um just being like, Oh honey, you can't swing a Fendi purse around here without knocking out five losers. Um and it's famous and it's true. It is true. It's fucking um, hard. In my, like, I'm in a – we're all in relationships right now, right? You're yeah. In a relationship, yeah. Nothing's um, happening. Um, guys, I don't even tell you. I think you didn't get brought up. <laughs> but it, um, dating is fucking – like, if, and I think we don't talk about this much in the show, but dating is really difficult if you're looking to get into a relationship with someone. Mm. Like – Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. And I think, I think- – it's like every – you want to kind of – obviously, like, every relationship's hard to and there's, like, days you're like, oh, fuck, this is so hard. But then I look at my single friends who – it's like they, in my opinion, are, like, awesome women who are, like, got it all. Like, I don't know what the fuck people's problems are, but the guys on these fucking apps are just, like – there's just something always yeah. wrong with them. And it's just, like, how is that all of the population involvement? I just find it – it's just really hard to find people. Yeah, and imagine being, like, the age that these women are at. Or like Samantha's at, mm. for instance, but Samantha doesn't want to be in a relationship, which makes it so like great, so nice, so nice. And I think that is a thing you don't actually have to be in a relationship, and you can still fuck people and like feel great. But I think if you are totally. looking for that, it's really it must be really difficult at that age where your kind of fertility is in question and all that kind yeah, of shit. If that's what you're looking for, and yeah, general- I think we're waiting. 
we're waiting for the next round will be like not we're waiting but like it'll be um the divorce i think we're at the age now where it's like people start getting divorces and it'll be like second marriage type um things in their yeah. 30s which i think works better it does or maybe but then it's yeah. kids <laughs> Um, we haven't really talked about, it. like, the premise of the, the episode as well, which you kind of talked about, about, like, playing games. And we have chat to cameras again mm-hmm. with um, random folks, which we haven't seen in a little while. Which is so nice. cute. I love that about the first few um, yeah. seasons. It's just, like, makes you feel like New York, the city, is included a bit more in that kind of, mm. like, grassroots way. Yeah. I don't know if grassroots <laughs> is the right word, but in that way. <laughs> no, grassroots. Do it. Why not? Um <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I just thought it was, like, so interesting that she talks about playing Big's game as well. And then the therapist is yeah. like, but you played the game. Like, yeah, you played the games. And she did play. And also Carrie played games. I, I really mm. liked how this whole episode, which, by the way, Charlotte was not in this episode at all, except for, like, no. kind of bits. She but looked I, great, though, in she her red dress. She looked great. Um, oh, that red dress is beautiful. Yeah, she's stunning. Um, But I really liked what's, like, really nice about – like this season at this point is all the characters are so established in terms of their personalities and their viewpoints. And I thought all everything that they said in terms of playing relationships and games was really clear. Like Charlotte being like, Oh no, games are great. If you play the right game, you, you can get so much power. That's yeah. my role with yeah. tennis players. I like work out and we play games and blah, blah, blah. And Miranda being like, it's all about communication. And Samantha being like, you will, of course you have to play games, like blah, blah, blah. But, you know, that's yeah. what it is. And, and Carrie being like, oh, so many games. But, like, Carrie, you play games all the time. You love oh games. Yes. But also in in terms of that, how I feel like yeah, um, in my dating life, whatever, I have had those experiences with people, like, literally, how, like, not how I got my boyfriend, but I think a turning point in <laughs> terms of me and Alex being together was the fact that I played, I put him in a cage and I said, We're about to play a game. <laughs> You're like, Give a piece of meat from that side. <laughs> on the cream. There's a key in that You're just like sticking in your boob through the cage, being like, Get out. Get out. <laughs> There's a key in the meds and There's a key in next to you. You gotta cut him open. That's the key to my heart. I am Saul. Um, whatever the fuck the puppet's Jigsaw. name is. I'm Jigsaw. I'm a puppet. Um, but, but she did give me the advice to not message him for a bit. And then as soon as, like, because we'd been, who? like, uh, uh, I'm not going to say. Because uh, you never said who, a friend? Or? A friend. A okay. friend. Oh, a friend. She gave me the advice because I was obviously more into Alex than he was into me at this point because I was fucking obsessed with him, which is fucked up because. No, that yeah. I feel like I um inadvertently did that because when I met Jonathan, I just um I was literally like I had a king single in my bedroom. I was just like, guys, come in here for the session, and then they leave, and that's it. Like my single city life, but I used to have like a balcony overlooking the city, and I was just like, yeah, yeah. It's like it was all about just me. Um, and it was just like obviously this is like a one night thing, so I just like didn't message. I like, just didn't message or like do anything for like a week or something, and apparently that was cool. Now that I hear the backstory, but like. At the time, I was just like probably trying to be defensive, but I was like, "Kick done, um, like move on with your life." Yeah, King single bed. Um, but maybe I was like subconscious, unsub- yeah, subconsciously playing a game. I don't know yeah. if you were, but maybe just no. worked out. That- I just- it sounds like you weren't. <laughs> I was like- being the same. I-, <laughs> I was playing a game too. I, me too. I want to be playing games. Um, no, but I, I literally was like, "Oh, I'm not going to message him for a couple of days." 
and then see if yeah. he and it did. It made him be like, Oh, I don't think Honor's interested in me, blah blah blah, and freak out. But that's a, not a nice thing to do. But also but oh, we've all we grown up hearing that. that we need to like there's like a three day rule and like all this kind of weird shit. What have you yeah. heard? Like, did you hear any of that shit? Did you get any of that advice, like in playing games and shit? I yeah. I was just like, which I don't think it's bad advice, but I think the my thing that people would always say to me is like, you'll know when a guy's interested in you, like via yeah. messenger and stuff like that, which is true. I think it's not a hundred percent true, but I think that in my experience, I've always like I always use game playing and stuff like that when things really aren't like going that well for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like, when I'm like pushing no, really I, hard, but you can tell like I, when a, yeah, a well, guy. That's what I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You can tell when a guy. And there is a you. there is a game of allure, which because like sometimes I've been with like really nice guys or like just like one hookup, and then the next day it's like essays of just like my feeling, not about me even, but just like I mean, it's just like so much that if you're like okay, literally, it's just it's scary because I think my friend once put it well, where it's like 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 so much work so if there's any kind of suggestion that it could turn crazy we're really like turned off by that um kind of immediately yeah but, not, but like you know nowadays i do like a send essays every day but it's just like because you're already hooked in you're already stuck <laughs> get away from it you know? yes but it is like it is one of those things where it's like you hate the game but you're gonna play it Mm. But also, you don't, but also it's an annoying thing where like and I think what's your experience dating women Jordan because you've um you're dating a woman we barely mm. dated though yeah true you were just hardcore into relationships straight away <laughs> straight away um <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know but well I think that with um queer women in general it's um it, it can be hard to know whether you're on a date or not. So half of the half of the exploration is figuring out if you're dating. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like you could just be meeting up with you friends. You could be really be great friends. friends because, like, I feel like, um, like women or feminine, like non-cisgendered males often have really beautiful connections with people a, a lot of the time. Mm. And then you have to figure out then if it's, if it's going to become sexual, which is the main yeah. sort of uh, – the first obstacle for a lot of queer women as well are we on yeah that's so fascinating but then once you kind of get a sense that you are into each other is it like a lot more mature and communication and just sort of like just more to the point or something I think it's like I think it's a case-to-case thing but I would yeah, yeah I would sorry. say in my experience no no it's oh generalizing Irvi but I feel I'm just like this basic thing like but what do I think like is it like you're <laughs> like better and like better than us or what um, <laughs> what you think you're better than us I do um, <laughs> I think it's like um I don't know I think that there's 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 an element I was talking about this with a um a lesbian recently and there is that kind of element of like you know when you you first make a new friend and you're kind of obsessed with them and it's like you're already like really good friends and then put on top of that that you are I am not no I hate this this I take it back I take it back so I know what were you saying what were you saying no I'm just saying that like there's already like an intense connection because you're friends and there's like no kind of weird gender shit of being like you're the woman so you right. feel this way you're the male mm. so you feel this way and I'm saying this like with two 
like fingers. female identifying with two fingers pointing <laughs> Sorry. and two fingers <laughs> pointing. Um, yeah. Anyway, so no, it's like no. it does it does erase that no. kind of bullshit because you're not also you're not work, in queer relationships. You're not working within a timeline that you've seen. Yeah, you're working. Exactly. On, you're pa- paving your own way. Doesn't matter how many um, times you've seen "Call Me by Your Name." And even that isn't yeah. like a relationship. That's something well, that's else. Well, that's things I always, I often wonder, you know, how in Sex and City, the last episode we watched, um, like, uh, Big has, like, a wandering eye and he's just, like, checking out other women. And yeah. I guess in, like, just heterosexual relationships, um, the, like, jealousy points are so clear drawn. It's like, oh, you're hanging out with your girlfriends again? Like, which one do you like? Or you're kind of, like, in competition with the other sex in some ways um, yeah. if you feel like that. But, like, with um, same-sex relationships, you could just be like, yeah, well, these are, like, my friends, but I'm not, like, attracted to them. Or, like, you know, like with the jealousy points would be harder to mm. know, what like, what it is, I guess, in some ways. So it's just, like, it just seems really, like, basic with, like, heterosexual ones being like, well, why is she hanging out with you? Like, why are you hanging out with him? Um, it seems more complicated. Yeah. I also feel like you develop that in relationships in general, though. Like, yeah. like I used to be so jealous all the time with Alex in terms of his friends that are women, and now I'm so confident in the relationship that yeah. if I ever get jealous, I get horny because I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, I haven't felt this for a while. Like, <laughs> I'm like, so I'm like, Ooh. yeah. I get horny playing Sims. Yeah, 100%. So do I. Literally, I, I get, get so horny. horny playing Sims. I get so horny playing Sims as well. Alex, I yeah. sexy the other day because I was playing Sims and he said, Honor, Sims makes you horny. Like, I don't know if you're aware of this, but every time you play Sims, you get horny. And now I know. And I'm always and making the fuck so much. It's so perverted. I feel like a child. Childhood, I, yeah. yeah. Because it was like porn for me as a child. Yeah, I, I do move objects on and move it away and make the people <laughs> fuck each other. All genders. Yeah, I do, yeah. you move the bed away and you can see them like crawling over each other and fucking each other. Really? I I haven't got Sims. I need to play it. This so was Sims 2. But yeah, I'm going to play it tonight and I'm going to have some fun. I feel <laughs> yeah. like that was my first steps towards lesbian porn as well, was just making the maid and my female person, like, make out. So and they're getting really aroused. <laughs> but how like, do you, oh. do you, like, go and choose make out or, like, do they use like, Well, you just, out? you build up a relationship with them and then eventually you make out with them. But if you set up, because <laughs> you can set up your Sims aspirations, if you just make their, their like aspirations, love. Little, like, love and fucking, like, love, <laughs> non-committal, that's it. Yeah. You're sorted. <laughs> so good. All right, I've got the instructions now when I do that. Yeah, right your next porn um so yeah so they go to this bar what's her name samantha makes a friend um he's very funny like looking man he looks kind of like hey arnold if he'd gotten older he's very smooth skinned old Mm. looking man which confused me it's like this filter right now it's like if my dad had this filter on what he look like? Off or am I just going crazy? No, we're, it's we're, like what people feel like when they get broke. Guys, you look amazing. Broken. I look like some people. You look very much. Once we no, see our face, great, how it really. normally is, that's when we're like. <laughs> that's when we get broke. This so is how we. This is our perception of ourselves, but <laughs> this is not how we look. Um, and then say Dewey, maybe for a drink. Samantha playing dumb, very funny. Um. And then we, yeah, we get the, the chats about the games and this woman's like, he called me, I called him on Sunday, then he called me on Thursday and then I called him back on the Monday, which I kind of get, like, it is that thing of, like, texting someone and being like, okay, they text me an hour. 
But then there was also like an element and maybe it was for more gentlemen that I didn't really care about, but there was a fun element of the game where they would reply like five hours later and then I would reply straight away. And I felt really yeah. powerful in that moment to be like, I'll reply straight away. Fuck I don't you. care. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Also, yeah, we forgot, sorry, we forgot to mention John Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi is in the episode. Is in the fucking episode. Yeah. He is that therapist, um, the guy that goes to the therapist. That is so funny. Yeah, you didn't know it was him. Cool. I, as soon as Kayla, Jordan's girlfriend, said it, I was like, oh my God, it is. But then I was not sure because I was like, surely not. Surely I should know that. But no, yeah, it's him. I it's had no idea what, what Bon Jovi looked like. He's like, right. I just don't, like, he's beautiful. He, like I, I said to Anna when we were watching it, he looks like um the 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 blonde boy from Centre Stage. Mm. Definitely. Do you get a sense he's a little bit short? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah he looks short. Yeah. He's, like, a little bit taller right. than Harry and Carrie's short. There's a step, sorry, interrupt the discussion. There's like a 7 Eleven across the road from me, and this police car is just like pull this person over into the car park there. And they're like fully in his window, trying to get like her window, his window, um, trying to get the license, but they're not social distancing. It's just like really, I feel like I'd be like, Can you not be so close to the car? Yeah. And the two police aren't even, aren't even far away from each other. Cops but anyways, don't want to wear gloves. Matter. The cops don't want to wear gloves, and they don't want to social distance within their, um, within their places what are they called homes but not their homes the police home the unit <laughs> the called? police home of the, the police station no. police station yeah <laughs> well yeah what do they do because if they need like um, hand-on-hand contact like do they they're literally refusing to they no they just um they just got his number i guess they're going away now maybe they they look like they were wrong i don't think they exchanged anything well, they're so probably, they yeah, like, they're doing one of those yeah. pull-over things where they're like, where are you going? Well, yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> What's going on? Um, but, yeah, John Bon Jovi um, is in the episode, so that is exciting. And his lips just look really, like, well, like, you know, when um, you kind of, like, lick your lips, heaps. <laughs> just, like, kind of red and just he looks, like, really full lips and he's just like, hey, um, his come to dinner with me. kind of looks like our skin tone right now with this filter. You just <laughs> Are we all Bon Jovi? Sorry, it's I... more just like it's more like if you eat something, you're allergic to it. It's just sort of like all like fresh <laughs> Yeah, he's he's allergic to like stone fruits. That's a vibe I get from him. Also, I've had like four yeah. shots of tequila now, and now I'm really feeling it. So <laughs> it's fun. Look, it's John. Um, yeah, John has a fun. Yeah, now. I'm John Bon Jovi. I'm John Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi, all right, um, let's continue. Yeah, we, sorry. We also, so she starts, she sees some John Bon Jovi, she starts dating him. The, like, day that he asked him out on a, her, out, out, her out on a date oh. in the waiting room, she's wearing this dress where I was like, if you are that dress to therapy, you would be hospitalized straight away. You look Immediately. crazy. Any, any woman in a low-cut floral dress to me is having a moment but that's the kind of dress that if you are going to be disgusting and go to the races you should wear that kind of dress not like a night dress wear a day floral dress like that or like a wedding or like a wedding mm, yeah. a day wedding it's like so dressed up it's like if you didn't see that you had something wrong with you and yeah. like the fact that when she's in her like t-shirt and jeans he like walks past and is like hey like next up or whatever and she's like ah oh. 
But I think it's funny how Carrie's like, I do love her in the end. And it's um just funny how like corny she is. Like I think at one point he's like, this New Yorker. So basically if you're watching the episode, um, she goes there like 10 minutes early because he's the last patient. So he um is, yeah, in the waiting room together. And then he's like, that New Yorker is 10 years old. And she's like, well, this New Yorker needs to keep up on her reading. And it's just like oh. so cringy. Um, but that's just her style. It's so impressive. Answer, I, I I feel like maybe it's their age, maybe because they're only like thirty five or something. I don't know, but like maybe it's just like they all seem so confident in their sexual, like what they do to try and have sex, and it's also embarrassing, cringeworthy to watch. But in the TV series and the TV realm, it works. Like fucking Samantha yeah. can be like, I want to learn something tonight. That just proves that you can be as big as you want on screen, but as long as you have commitment, it's believable. It's believable. And also, there's just, yeah, like with Carrie's stuff, um, there's a point where she's like, so I went home and I was thinking about what Miranda said, and she's like, are we all just playing puzzles and games? And then she had to, like, get up from her desk and then go touch the twister. She's looking at the puzzle. Like, board game. She's like, what is it? And it's just, hilarious um she has to do do that this is really um skipping forward a little bit but Mm. twister is a fucking easy game and you don't (laughs) fall over and there is no reason you don't ever need to get twisted up fall over no you don't have you 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 played beyond three or four turns i played yes of course i have it's impossible when you start getting if you're playing with two people there is no way you you need to get twisted up with each other. That's I... why Twister is purely for sex and to like yeah. pretend and flirt with people to get close with them because you have no and I will test it out. I will fucking test out Twister because there is no reason. <laughs> I'll test it out with you if you don't sleep with me afterwards. I want I want to make your sex, make your sims um do that. Well, the sim will fuck because you'll make it fuck because of course <laughs> it's a hot situation. But I've played Twister so many times. And every time I've gotten really competitive and never fucked someone afterwards because we don't touch because you don't need to touch. It's an yeah, easy game. It's, it's just like a ploy to have sex. I exactly. I want to know. Like this is a weird soapbox to get on and I also think it's so funny because I think it's so wrong. <laughs> I think I'm so right. We, okay, Jordan and I, we'll play a game of Twister. We'll record it. We'll live stream it. We've got nothing to live for. <laughs> and we'll see yeah, if we ever need to get right? twisted up, if we're being smart about it. If you're playing the game correctly, you don't need to get twisted up. That's my contention. Okay, I think Anna just tried a couple of times to get laid. I don't think you even played. I know. All the boys were like, oh, I know, babe. Maybe like, this is pointless. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you anyway. Right. You're like, why are we playing this game? You're like, next text to Alex was, hey, babe, come on, play Twister. <laughs> oh, God. It probably would be. Oh, it was tough. No, I will have sex. We'll play Twister and do it. You can see how it works. I want to see it. I want to yeah, see you yeah. do that. I want to see you have sex. No, Lana. I want to see it. I will do it. Yeah. Bon Jovi. They they date, then they go out, and then he says immediately that he has a really fuck. He's really fucked up with women. I love the way he says so that. Good. I love the way he says that. This yeah. the, This is near the end of the episode, so I don't like. Just quickly, Samantha left that dude because it was going to be a whole other sports scene that you have to watch to have sex with him. Fair enough. I love, I love the thing I love about these women is that they just leave as soon as they see that this is going to be difficult. Yeah, they're like, no, like, like carry on because they can just 
the world is their oyster. It's like next day somehow in real life they've met a real man again. Yeah, and they don't have the time. Goes on. They don't have time. They're like, I want to, like the majority of them except for maybe Carrie and Samantha. So like Charlotte and Miranda are like, I want to find someone that I can be with, that I can have kids with or freeze my ex and have kids yeah. with them later. Yeah. That's what they want. But their lives kind of remind me of like, you know, when you're a teenager and it's sort of like every big party, it's like, you might meet someone new or it's like a new opportunity to like hook up oh it's just sort of like life is exciting yes it's like always some new social scene where you're like I'll look really hot there and then I bet someone will me and it'll be great whereas their whole life like nowadays it's like there's rarely I can't even think of an occasion where it would be like a new like school of people I could just like seduce and like be a part of but that's sort of like their weekly Comedy thing like there's always like some New York event happening or something that can go on where they can meet new people Mm, yeah I still feel like every time I go out I dress up like I'm trying to hook up with someone even though I'm not (laughs) but I want I just feel like I learned how to dress up that way and now I can't go back it feels nice too it's nice it's nice to feel nice I want people to want me that's what the the comedy hub would have done for us oh my god we would have been there just looking nice getting dancing comedy festival Yeah. yeah Yeah, that what's it called again? Um, I've like completely forgotten my past life. Um, high five, high five Max Watts. Max Watts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, just like going there it was like the best thing is watching shows. Like I'm gonna get really depressed. Oh my god, it's okay. We're here. We'll probably live yeah. longer. We'll live longer. That's we'll live fine. longer. Yeah. We'll live longer, and it'll be fine. That's more opportunity to write jokes. Got a lot of jokes. Yeah. <laughs> but, sorry, going back to Jordan, what you were saying was Carrie finding a – they sleep together after Twister mm-hmm. and they're perfect for each other because he has a fucked up relationship with women where he sleeps with them and he doesn't care about them and then uh, she <coughs> picks the wrong men and it's perfect. I mm. love that when she says it's like a – what's it, like a bombshell or like it's a, yeah. a breaking point or like a realisation like, what, are we going to meet Aiden soon? doesn't matter Ooh, you don't need to know who knows? because i feel like we've Fine. been fully prepped for i know about aiden yeah we've been fully <laughs> prepped found out for it <laughs> from because she says she picks the wrong men and now she's gonna meet a nice guy maybe, maybe. Oh, i can't remember i can't I think wait that was aiden's good great. scripting on their part like it's like a real kind of like neatly tied up episode i think clever in its writing um and yeah, she's much, yeah, it sort of just like turns into it. But she is very dismissive of therapy in the end anyway. She's like, oh, I don't yeah. need that. Yeah, well, she, yeah. yeah, she doesn't go back to that therapist because she doesn't want to bump into that guy again, which is fair enough. I guess for her, I think it was a really massive realization being like, what the fuck am I doing? It's like, you know, similar to any kind of realization you have in life, you're like, why am I in this situation? Oh, I did this to myself. I think it was a nice, yeah, in terms of getting. And I think from having been to therapy before, it's like, I've never, like, um I feel like it's really hard to find a really good therapist like it's definitely it's like everyone should do it and it's also interesting and they teach you different things so I feel like I've had like four or five different ones and like right, I've always been dismissive at the start yeah sorry guys I've been just like five different answers. um, <laughs> um you're dismissive at the start they teach you small things but I think I get like yeah it's really hard to find one that you click with I don't know if that's been your experience or yeah I I didn't click with my old therapist but I just kept going to him because I was like I know it's going to be hard to find someone else and then he quit because he was going through some family trauma (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, yeah, people don't realize that, which, which you don't want to tell people when you want to encourage them to go to therapy, but finding a therapist is, is part of the work and it just sucks because the people who really need to go to therapy sometimes are the people who are most like, no, I'm fine. And it's too hard. It's too much work. And then you tell them that it's more work than it is. And that being said, though, when I had a close friend that went through, like, this amazing therapy, it just, like, fully changed her perspective and was, like, amazing. You're just, like, oh, so it's, like, kind of worth it just sticking it out, trying to find someone like that because it's just, like, she's just, like, cured now of, like, she's, like, genuinely, like, real change kind of stuff. So I'm, like, oh, so it does work and it's just about finding the right method and person. Yeah, 100%. And and Carrie is, like, she needs a therapist. She needs a therapist hardcore. She has daddy issues. Mm. And she probably has a bit of trauma from dating big. Yeah. Well, that's the one and thing the I was thinking. Of- I was like, I should have seen a therapist after my old breakup because I was fucked. I was so fucked Yeah. Up. But I didn't. Should yeah. be the norm. Should be the norm to go see a therapist after a breakup, I reckon. Yeah. you're dealing with a lot. Yeah. But I think that's, like, a big problem at the moment as we're all in isolation as well as just, like, I think mental illness. Like, I feel like my mental health has been, like, really unstable um, and I think that's, like, the case. And I don't, like, you know, I'm not, like, debilitated by it normally, but it's just, like, just really hard coping with it. But also not only is there, like, no reading online, it's just so new, it's really hard to get. I mean, you can always, like, if you need if you need support, obviously you can call um, the numbers, but to have that kind of personal relationship is obviously really hard right now. So it's, yeah, going to be interesting how we deal with mental health time oh yeah well it's just beautiful seeing a prime minister have to talk about things all the things that he cut funding from yeah like family like domestic violence and family violence mental yeah. health job seeker job seeker yeah it's like going back on everything it's so good it Fuck so stressed. You. you fucking cunt what it's so dick. good like, yeah. watching a man who's like whole life and heart is in capitalism admit like not admit he's not admitting that but like yeah how, like presenting to us how bad it is yeah and also showing yeah. like socialist ideals like, yeah yeah beautiful. yeah beautiful like, we talk to... about women having resting bitch face i just feel like his face is like it would be so annoying to be like a white privileged man and have this like smirk as your resting face it's always just like you know those dinner parties you can't go to them anymore and it's just like smirking the whole time and it's just like that would exactly take your normal serious face. It's so oh unfortunate because you look like you don't mean anything. You're just like, yep, job seeker. It's there, but not for everyone. And it's just like, that sucks that your face is like that. He's a fucking cunt. Um, and I'm glad he's dealing with this crisis because maybe he'll change his perspective on stuff and he realizes Jesus isn't going to fucking save him in this situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. If mate. anything, Jesus oh, made this happen because of him. <laughs> That's yeah. my take on it. Yeah, he's really working out his needs at the moment, though, trying to get some stuff sorted. Yeah. Um, I, sorry, just like while we're talking about Corona, there. have you seen the video of the WA premiere talking about going for a run and getting a kebab? Yeah. It's, it's so, so funny because he just loses no. the plot. And he must, like, all the premiers and, like, all those, like, um, there are so many people who are having sleepless nights at the moment and people who are forced yeah. to be on television after they have no sleep. 
which is yeah, and on, great on, comedy. Yeah, yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> Just him being like, like, if you want to go for a run and get a kebab, that's you fine. You can go for a run and get a kebab. <laughs> but don't talk to anyone it's on like, the way. Yeah, it's very funny. Who does that? But how do you if you do yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> Just watching him break <laughs> down during the interview is so funny. How they top off this run by a, a giant kebab, which I like, could give line in the and he's probably got questions like how many ventilators do we have? What's the spread going to be like? Things that like are life and death and someone's like, oh, um, man, you can run and get a kebab in Sydney. Can you run and get a kebab here? So funny. Like, oh. yes. Yes, you can. Um, but at the end of, there you go. No, 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 go for it, go for it. Um, It's funny, at the end of the episode, how she's sort of, like, doing her reflection spiel, and she's like, I can't remember what she says, but something about that, obviously, and then um, she's like, you know, back to, and I'm a survivor. Yeah, I will survive. Um, I will survive comes back on. I love that. And she's like, but I think, I think her way of sort of, like, symbolically on screen, it's like she's, like, dealing with her own issues, like, in her own problems um, by, like, taking off her bed sheets and like doing a cleanse or whatever but yeah um but it's like yeah you could also go back to your uh, therapist yeah yeah definitely <laughs> I thought it was really nice how it bookended to I will survive I think that's nice yeah yeah it's nice it's a and cute a breakup is a journey end. you know she's not gonna go see a therapist and then feel fine but I thought it was great of her friends saying we can't fucking keep talking about this shit yes so good every person needs to hear that when they go through a breakup yeah I guess it's so intense it's just like having your whole world fall apart but then also it is hard not to talk about it all the time to be like this is like literally all I think about right now but um but also how but long were they dating for yeah yeah, yeah. if so you're like yeah the big timelines out of whack. Like multiple it's like if you've broken up with big like a billion times and you're still going on about it it's like pretty annoying and you're like yeah but there are so many people like that um so we also didn't talk about we kind of skirted through but miranda pulling her tit out and then running into the man at the shop (laughs) so it was was to say it was some guy he was um he was cruising cruising and the level above i knew it was gonna be someone like next to like her who it had nothing to do with her i think it's so funny as well that she was like when she like comes out and then she's Pops her tit out. Yeah. That is the most. And she was wearing a top like, where she could like unbutton She's like, you know, it's me. Yeah. And then like does it. It was, most, it was a most like the least sexual thing she's ever done was like showing one tit. One boob. If it's anything, so it reminds me of a mother like breastfeeding, which is so hot. Totally. Especially against that red. clothes too. That's the breastfeeding thing. Yeah. Like that. So funny. But that's why Miranda's fucking her. Physical comedy is so fucking funny. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah. And you made yeah. me frustrated though because so I was like, herself and, um, she's actually what's her name? The actress, um, uh, Cynthia, Cynthia Nixon. Yeah. Cynthia Nixon. Yeah. Yeah. She's so yeah funny. Cynthia Nixon and doing like cool shit now as well. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Did she ever get governor? No. She was running for governor of oh, New York, man, right? Yeah. 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 She'd be cool. She would be fucking cool. She gets it. She didn't. She, does. she didn't get it. But um, okay, so do you have anything else to say in terms of the episode? No, I think we covered it all. What would you give this episode out of ten, Irvi? Um, I actually think it's about an eight. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I think it's about an eight, eight point five. 
I give it a 9.5. I just 10. Wow. I did, I did, but I don't think it's a perfect episode, but I think it's a really good episode in terms of, uh, if it had more Charlotte, I'd like it a bit more, but I th- think it shows all their characters so well. It's so fucking funny. They're all so flawed mm-hmm. and shit, and, except for Samantha, she's amazing. But yeah, um, yeah, I think it, I, I, I think it's a really good. I don't think it, anything in, in like important happens in the episode, but I think it's a really good mm-hmm. episode in, sh- in terms of showing the characters, except for Charlotte. But I still think all of Charlotte's lines in the episode were really clear and very much on brand for her. Yeah, and I think Charlotte's self aware enough to know that she's even playing games. I feel like she's just like the kind of character who's just like, but this is what we do as women, and like, yeah, um, that's. She yeah. doesn't really know what the game is. She wouldn't yeah. even address it as a game. She's and also, like, she's really it. rich and privileged. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Charlotte needs something to like shake up her world. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it'll happen. Guys, we've only Who got knows? like a few more, like four Guess or we'll five. Just love to keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> four or five episodes of the season left. And I am curious to see if we do the if we do it. If we finish it. We no, finish I'm it, curious yeah. to. See, can I make a season two prediction? Yeah, do it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm probably way out of whack, but I think that I think Big's gonna fucking stick his grubby nose back into it somewhere at the end of season two. I think that that has to happen. Yeah, and I, I think Carrie's gonna be involved with some other man, and then see him with some other woman or something like that. And I'm hoping it's Aiden. But part of me thinks it's too early for Aiden right now. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. you're giving me nothing. And I love that. We'll keep you posted. I can't. I literally. It's going to be a wild it. ride. I'm excited. I can't wait. All right. Me too. Um, anything to plug? <laughs> <laughs> Please check in on me sometime. <laughs> you would. My numbers. I probably run on my phone two and five. And um, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Please check in. Nothing to plug. <laughs> yeah. Can someone get in contact um, with our landlord? We've got leaks. We've got so many leaks. Oh, and I just got best ensemble. So it was- oh, yeah. yeah. I wonder what. Also, yeah. I've been drawing pictures like I'm a medium that's trying to like yeah. that's you trying know, like, to like connect to someone's dead grandparents. You know that episode of Rick and Morty where he's tiny Rick and he goes to school and the Rick that's trapped in his brain is communicating through his art? Yeah. That's what I think's happening to you. It is. <laughs> I'm possessed by a devil. <laughs> uh-uh. All right, I'm going to stop recording. Goodbye, oh, everybody. Bye. Bye. Stay, stay, stay on the line, Evie, because it's good to talk to you. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Thanks for watching Sex and the City. There we stop. Stop recording. Stop. Oh, did I record? No, I didn't. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Stop. Maybe stop recording. I recorded the other thing, so I'll stop that.